Hi, I am so excited about what you're about to encounter. This, my friend, is a place where purpose and destiny collide. I want to welcome you to Conversations with Chris. I am your host, Christian T. Howell Sr., a father, an apostolic leader, Maxwell Leadership Certified Team Member. I'm a board certified advanced life coach and master mental health coach. At the end of the day, I am a builder and I'm here to help you build. We are about to embark on a journey of discovery and wholeness, getting on track with God's original plan for your life. During our times of conversation, we will talk about discovering who you were meant to be, removing and overcoming obstacles and barriers, and fulfilling your assignment and making your impact in this earth. According to 1 John chapter 5, verse 4, whoever or whatever has been born of God overcomes this world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. My friend, hear me tell you, you are born of God. That means you were created to overcome. You are an overcomer. Would you do me a favor before we start? Subscribe to Conversation with Chris on Apple Podcasts, Google, Amazon, CPN Shows, or wherever you listen. And also tell your family, tell your friends and your neighbors to join in with Conversations with Chris. Let's change our world one conversation at a time. Don't forget, subscribe, share, and let's start a journey with this new episode. See you at the end of this episode. Well, welcome to Conversation with Chris. Of course, I'm your host, Christian T. Howell Sr., and I am so delighted that you stopped, paused, or taken any moment out of your busy life, day, or schedule to just have this conversation. Today, we're going to talk about trash talk. That's right, we're going to talk about trash talk. Now, I'm going to use for a reference the scripture Ephesians 4 and 29. Ephesians 4.29 says this, Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Let me read that again. It says, Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Just stick with me for a few moments. I'm going to tell you what trash talk really is. Trash talk. Have you ever been in a sports event, played cards, or been on the playground, and just sort of said all sorts of things or heard all sorts of things that really get up under your skin, that distracts you, that takes you off of your game? That's part of trash talk. But if we go by the biblical standards and the biblical definition, Paul told his readers at the church of Ephesus, and it applies to us as well, that our objective is to let no, he did not say some, did not say a little, he said no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. Now, interestingly, 
when we look at that word communication, it means something said according to the scripture. But I'd like to challenge you that communication is a process by which information is exchanged between individuals through a common system of symbols, signs, or behavior. That's right. It's any information that's exchanged, not just through words, but through symbols, signs, or even behavior. You understand, and you've heard it oftentimes, we have verbal communication, but we also have nonverbal communication. And as I've told you before, what we don't remember is that everything we do sends a message. How you look at someone, how you dress, the tone in which you talk to people, even the choice to not communicate, it sends a message. And so we have to be very careful that if we're going to follow the scripture carefully, he said, your objective, your goal, your aim is to let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. Now, let's just pause for a minute. He did not say it wouldn't be inside of you. He did not say you wouldn't think it or it would not arise up in you. He didn't even condemn that. But the goal of maturity is to not let it come out of your mouth because there is power in your words. That's right. There's power in your words. So let's go back into it. It said, let no corrupt communication. That word corrupt is a very interesting choice that's used because it means rotten, worthless, <laughs> actually worthless. Can you imagine us loosely using or releasing worthless words? Well, I'm going to go on and tell you by definition, if you look this word up, even in the, uh, uh, the Greek, which it is used, it also says, and buck your seatbelt, hurtful. That's right. Corrupt. It's something that hurts. It's something that inflames. It's something that's worthless. It's something that tears down, that does not build up. I know you, we like to use the same statement, tell the truth in love. And we'll say, I've just got to tell my truth. No one can stop me from telling my story. But I want to tell you the method and the words you use determine whether your story is healthy or not. At the end of the day, the scripture is absolutely certain that we're not to let any corrupt communication proceed out of our mouth. But it said, whatever comes out of our mouth, it should be good to the use of edifying. That word edify means to build up. In other words, if we say something, if we release something, if we send a message, if I draw a picture, even if I send a text or email, whatever I release, it should build up and not tear down. It should exalt. It should it, it, it should help. It should assist. Because at the end of it, my job is to minister grace to the hearers. We don't know how many lives have been ruined, how many lives have been affected, how many lives have been changed, or how many destinies have been altered because of loose lips. Now, stick with me for a few more minutes. I just really want to explain this. 
You see, it's not uh, uh, the the greatest crime is not that we have uh, uh, hard thoughts, that we have unpleasant thoughts, that 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 we're challenged, that we are uh, uh, have controversial on the inside. But it's clear our greatest challenge is what we choose to release, because in the beginning God spoke. And every word he spoke created something. I'm trying to tell you that once you release words like arrows, they cannot come back. They're going to hit a target and they're going to produce something. Words are seeds. Do you understand? Words are seeds, good or bad. You can sow big things or little things. You can sow good things or bad things. But at the end of the day, every word that's released, it's going to produce a harvest. Now, here's my challenge. Paul said, let no corrupt communication be out of your mouth. Here is where we get to the root of the matter. And just please bear with me and buckle your seatbelt. Corruption that comes through the lips is rooted in the heart. Let me say that again. Corruption that comes through the mouth, that slips through the lips, is rooted in the heart. You see, the Bible says over in, in, in Matthew 12, I believe verse 34 says, for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Yes, yes, yes. I'm, I'm going to say that again. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. We don't just arbitrarily have words. We're not just uh, uh, making things up. Oftentimes, words that have been released are thoughts that have been trapped on the inside that had no other escape or resolve on the inside. You see, it's not a problem for me to think something about you. It's not a problem for me to feel some kind of way about you. It's not even a problem for me not to like. But at the end of the day, my assignment and the commandment given to me is to not let corrupt, evil, hurtful, harmful, worthless words come through my mouth. Because what it does, it reveals to God my maturity, but also reveals to everyone else, it reveals my heart. I've always said if you want to know where a person is, where they are mentally, emotionally, spiritually, just let them talk. For whatever's on the inside, it will definitely come on the outside. Another thing I used to like to use was trash in, trash out. In other words, you cannot get something good out of something that's bad on the inside. Either make the tree good or bad. But it's going to be whatever it is on the inside. What we're watching now, and let me say it very carefully, we're watching the fruit of hidden roots. But they're all being clearly seen with our mouth. You see, what Jesus was teaching in Matthew 12, he said, how can you being evil speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. In other words, because of your core nature, 
because of who you really are, you may be able to fool us for a few minutes. You may be able to flatter us, but whoever you really are, it will show up on the outside. Because a good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things, he says in verse 35. But an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. You see, this is why we have to take responsibility and, and go through the process of healing, forgiving. We have to go through the process of releasing because whatever we hold on, it shapes our language. But remember, life and death are in the power of the tongue. You're going to eat the fruit. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. So in your moment of anger, in your moment of rage, in your moment of frustration, when you release it, that word comes to your mouth. You have just given permission for it to exist in the natural realm. And the sad part is, this is just my truth. It says that man is going to have to give an account for every idle word that they speak. In other words, if it slipped through, it is recorded. That's why the Bible says be slow to speak, but quick to hear. He says at the end of verse 37, for by thy word shall thou be justified, and by thy word shall thou be condemned. In other words, my friend, it's not what happens to you, it's what you release outside of you. It's not what others say about you, it's what you say in response. It's, it's not, it's not, uh, 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 let, let me give you other statistics just before, because my time is dwindling away, but I want you to understand the severity of what we're dealing with and the power of words in this day and age. Did you not know that almost 12% of women and 17% of men in relationships experience verbal abuse? Not just physical, but they experience verbal abuse with lasting impact. Let me say that again. There is impact, there is result of not just of the hand that hits, but the words that smite as well. You see, psychological violence is just as toxic, hurtful, and harmful as physical violence. It's not just adults. It is in our children too. According to statistics, one out of every five students report being bullied. And believe it or not, I'm just giving you statistics. A higher percentage of students are reporting being bullied verbally. Whether it's being rumors, called names, being made fun of, or even insulted. And they are lifelong altering consequences to those words. One movie that I enjoy and comes on TV on a regular basis on certain channels, I think it's called Central Intelligence. But it's a movie about how a young man was bullied growing up. And 
he had a friend who he thought was his best friend because he protected him once. But all of his life, he spent most of it trying to overcome the label, the stigma, or the words that penetrated his ears and hit his heart. All the way down to 20 years later, they're at a high school reunion, and he finally stands in front of the crowd and basically declares, I'm not who you said I was. I'm declaring who I said I am. You see, what am I telling you? That long after the rumor is done, long after the toxic rant has ended, long after uh, uh, the vicious dialogue has happened, long after you vented and what you thought was harmless ranting, those words are already at work. You may not see the fruit now, but everything is relying on seed time harvest. I'm challenging you. It's time that you're going to have to speak up and say something different. We've all done enough damage with our mouth. We've got to end the trash talk. Let's get back to building. Let's get back to edifying. Spend more time creating your world and living other people's worlds alone. Let me say that again. Spend more time building and investing in your world. Your words have more power than anyone else on the earth. What makes it more powerful is when you say what your heavenly father has already said about you. You see, what I'm simply telling you is there's power in your words. And trash talk, it produces and releases trash in your life and in the life of others. Just knowing that you're going to have to one day stand before the throne and give an account for what slipped through your lips in an emotional season and a painful moment. It should bother you. It should prompt you and provoke you to be more cautious with the greatest force that shapes all of life. That's right, my friend. Your words. I'm just telling you that as we progress in this conversation, I want you to do your homework. Check your words. Record them. Replay what you have been communicating. If it is not built, if it is not edified, if it's not assisted, if it's not healed, my friend, repent. It's never too late. Let me close on this note. You may bring healing to countless of people by telling your truth about the power of your words. Now, notice I did not say by telling your story. Your story is history. You've got to be healed of it. But to tell someone how you have been impacted and use your words to heal or kill, to build or to tear down, how you've invested or subtracted in the lives of others, my friend, that is a conversation worth having with many others.
Don't get me wrong. We're all tempted to say something. But let's end the trash talk. Let's create our world, our future. Your family, your future, your lineage, your legacy. They're counting on you to invest in them now. Just hear me. Take a few days and clear the weeds of all the things you've spoken in the past. And then begin to plant the new seeds. Because we're going to break the cycle of garbage in and garbage out. Hey friend, I'm challenged. I'm growing. We're both in this together. That's why we're having this conversation. Because you're going to master your words. Thank you for listening to the Conversations with Chris podcast. If you like what you heard today, you can visit www.christiantheowell.com for more information concerning books, blogs, information on spiritual growth and development, and even some of the services we provide, such as coaching, therapy, and deliverance sessions. Also, you can find more information about all that we do at www.overcomersmovement.org. Listen, we are everywhere on social media. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram. Just look for Apostle Chris or look for Overcomers Movement. Look, I enjoyed this time with you today. Before we leave, please take a moment at the end and rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. If this session has been valuable to you, please share it with a friend, spread the word, tell them that Conversations with Chris is happening every week. Listen, our hearts are for you. You are born of God. You are an overcomer. You have the victory, and we'll see you next week. Take care.